Thank you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, and you are listening to Castles and Cryptids, where the castles are haunted and the cryptids are cryptic as fuck. And the hosts are chatty as always. Yeah. yeah. And some interrupted by phone calls when they try and start recording. <laughs> right? <laughs> But what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Friday. Woo. Yes. Oh my god. I wish I didn't work tomorrow. Oh. But you start a little later because you work a late shift. Right? Yeah, I think I start at what, like three fifteen or something stupid, and I work till ten thirty. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of lame. Sucks. Yeah. But... <laughs> gonna be brutal damn Damn christmas season right yeah it was a long week we hope you had a a good day whenever you're listening to this whether it's friday when it comes out or yeah a different day when you are at work and it's like a monday or something and you're like i gotta get through the week (laughs) yeah listen to people talk about it but they're like no it's friday you're like no it's not (laughs) but um whatever day of the week it is (laughs) (laughs) we hope this finds you well (laughs) yeah well especially with all the we were just saying there's shit going around flus sick it's annoying of course for everyone involved (laughs) yeah i still have my throat it like feels completely better but i still have like the dry cough and yeah uh yeah if i try and like talk too much or too loud like kind of in one breath or something i'll feel like i want to cough but other than that i'm doing a lot better ears are a lot better (laughs) My hearing is basically back. Uh, That's good. Honestly. I mean, we need a podcaster that can hear and speak. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. I was saying to Kelsey, I never even thought of, a lot of people have been getting sick. I heard some other podcasters have some sort of impromptu guest host co-hosts because they had their their yeah. co-host get sick also and i was just like oh my gosh it's not just us and also i never even thought of that but like yeah, yeah it's it's definitely some shit's going around it's that time of yeah. year i guess but yeah. damn when it hits you hard like that sucks i don't wish that upon anyone <laughs> yes it was brutal like Definitely the worst, like, cold or flu sick I've ever been. Like, times a hundred. Like, the next worst is probably strep throat I had for, like, five days. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was ten. So, yeah, Yeah. this is, like, a hundred times worse than anything I've ever had. I remember you... (laughs) considering that as the possibility at first yeah it's like oh shit yeah that's definitely not my good throat. <laughs> the first couple days i thought until yeah until my eyes my ears everything went crazy 
<laughs> yeah. Um, do you watch or have you seen the show that's out now called Kings of Pain? It's like in its second season and the two guys oh, no. go and test different bites and stings and stuff for, the, for their pain. <laughs> no, yeah. that's brutal. Yes, well, actually there was a guy who had done it first many years ago i think now um at least a few decades uh his last name was schmidt and he did like a pain index of like some mm. biting things i think in uh like north america and so now yeah wow. there's this show that me and pat have been watching and it's called kings of pain and it's these two guys um just uh american i think he's robbed the caveman whatever and then this taller um australian guy adam and they like go out and get a scorpion or a centipede or a even lizards like they did a oh beaded dragon thing the other day which looked like a you know like a komodo dragon or well smaller Mm. than that but still like a a big lizard and like in a controlled environment they take one and they let it bite them and then they like raid it for intensity and stuff it's pretty crazy but it's also like some sort of fun you know schadenfreude or whatever where you like just you're like i am enjoying their misery a little bit because they're like oh yep 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 that's it that's it get it off you know and like oh. they're so like, they'll be like so stoic and then it's like nope 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 <laughs> it's it's very entertaining <laughs> i must say <laughs> oh no i have not even heard of that oh okay i don't know what channel we watch it on now cuz it's one of those things where we just got it set up on demand might be like history mm. or something in that semi educational <laughs> yeah <laughs> discovery (laughs) discovery yes that could be it edutainment yeah (laughs) edutainment yeah hey that's us baby (laughs) you might just learn a little here sometimes (laughs) right i've just been trying to get caught up on what outlander i was like watched a whole bunch of that recently and then no almost done seinfeld i'm like part like a third of the way through the last season of seinfeld uh yeah oh wow okay yeah so you've seen like basically all the classics now that's got some good rewatchability it's good i've enjoyed it and it's funny because before i started watching it I hated Jer- Jerry Seinfeld. Like, I didn't okay. think his comedy, like, I didn't like his comedy, didn't yeah. like him even as, like, a guest on any, like, late night show I ever watched or, like, anything. <laughs> and sure. as soon as I started watching it, I think I was partway through season one, and then I watched, like, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, and then it was like, <gasps> yes. Yeah, and then it was That's like, so okay, I, I get it now. Like, I get and I like observational humor. It's like one of my favorite humor things. So I was like, yeah, I, like I could see that. You're yeah. like, kind of can see where he's coming from or something more now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. not as annoying. I used to hate his voice and his face. And 
the facial expressions oh. and everything. I hate when people try to do bad imitations of him too. Yeah. Because like it it was such a popular show for that era. Mm. It just got to be where people were just like, well, I can make fun of that on SNL or whatever. Yeah. Well, I do this airline peanuts. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Shut right? up. But it actually, it, it was really funny. It's like, I, you know, friends, that's the same kind yeah. of era. Very similar-ish premise. You're living in New York apartments that you probably can't afford. Much more so on Friends, where you're like, how can some of them afford it? Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. But then, like, of course, their whole thing is, yeah, it's it's about nothing, really. Just day-to-day, whatever. And Yeah, I know. which I like. With, oh, it is. It's good. It's just some stuff nowadays. You rewatch it, and it's still funny, but you're like... That doesn't, that wouldn't happen nowadays with like cell phones and there's different things like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> the one episode, I think one episode I was watching and they. The parking lot. <clears throat> oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we just watched that one. Yeah, they can't find the damn car forever. <laughs> but like all the ones where they're like going to uh like a restaurant and they're like can i use yes. your guys phone i need to call yes. my friend and tell them here and i'm just like oh god people did that or going yes. to somebody's house and saying we're going to a pay phone and saying i need to check my voicemail and you're like it, how yes. did that work <laughs> it revolves around stupid like having to make a phone call yes the one where at the chinese restaurant and george wants to yeah. use the pay <laughs> or whatever it is yeah yeah, exactly. You, like you get it, but it's like you it's harder to relate to especially with people that never experienced that. Right. And it was yeah. stupid cuz when the like they've done the f- cell phone like I want to check like Elaine will come over or whatever and be yes. like I want to check my voicemails. My but voicemail. then the one episode yeah. um recently it was like in season 9 and Jerry's going out with this girl and she is like hold on I need to check my voicemails. It goes to a payphone. <laughs> checks her voicemail so then I went in my head it went I literally had the thought process of oh my god you could check your your voicemails from a payphone that's so handy why don't we have that today you could check your voicemails anywhere you are and then it went oh my god your cell phone (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's even easier you don't have to remember a a passcode or anything probably I don't know I I don't know exactly how you did that then yeah it was like I do when remember my dad having a pager. That. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you already have your cell phone and your cell phone will mm-hmm. already have your voicemails on it. But yeah, then like, everyone can reach you on your cell phone now, so you never like need to check your messages as badly cuz you've just yeah. ignored the call or screened it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Cuz they're all telemarketers. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that oh is like uh, so funny. Just like that one episode of Friends where um, Chandler gets his laptop for work and it has like Excel on it. And he's like, I can change the color of the columns. And it's like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say the one where uh, there's like a blackout and Chandler gets stuck in an ATM uh, vestibule with Jill Woodacre or Woodacre yeah. or whatever. And he I can't text them. So just, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to like say it without saying it. Jill Woodacre. Yeah. And Joey's like, <gasps> I know immediately you're in a vestibule with Jill Woodacre. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Some sort of classic. I don't know, you guys. Oh yeah. Everybody's yeah. like tuned out that doesn't like those shows. But anyway. <laughs> if you're like me and you didn't think you'd like it, give it a shot. I mean <laughs> I have to say all the oh, characters yeah. are are kind of crap. Like they're just crappy people, but it's <laughs> it's funny the stuff they get yeah. up to. I, like, yeah, they don't they don't ever really claim to be otherwise though. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. At least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just watch an episode and you're like, wow, they learned literally nothing and not much happened. And <laughs> like next episode, play. <laughs> like <laughs> Yes. <clears throat> um they're so good. Well, if we you're new here um did we say our names yet i can't remember (laughs) i think so yeah um if not i'm alana oh i'm kelsey we we are that's us (laughs) and this might be episode 82 82 yeah Yeah. i might have gordo's tail smacking the mic in a second I might I have, have seen a his gray little face come into frame. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. His tail is like swishing around the base of the mic. Like, oh, I love yeah. when they do the little swish and flick with their tails. <laughs> swish and flick. Swish and flick. Oh my god, I've actually been watching, not to go on another tangent, but I have been watching the newest season, The Crown, on Netflix, which had. Mm. The girl, the lady who plays, um, uh, oh God, what is her name on Harry Potter? The, the Professor Umbridge. Yes. Yes. Imelda Staunton or whatever her actual name is. She's playing the queen in the latest season. And yeah, there's actually some pretty famous people in it. I think Timothy Dalton played her sister Margaret's former love interest. But mm. I only know who that is from like watching movies with Pat, where he was like, "That's Timothy Dalton," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> who is that?" I don't know who that is at all. No. Um. Well, he was somebody famous. Was it Bond or something similarly sexy? <laughs> Let me double check. It'll mean nothing to me. I've never seen a single James Bond movie. No, it might not have been Bond. Um, he's a British actor. <laughs> that narrows it down. No. Yeah. Well, no, that is that is why he's famous because he was he was one of the Bonds. That's why. Mm. So people will know him. People in our age demographic of listeners, which yeah. some of them Other are older than, than, than us. Yeah, it's always weird to think of that where you're like, people listen to us that are older and younger and new countries we got this week. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's crazy sometimes to think about your voice going out into the whole world. Right? Yeah, that shocks me. (laughs) Like, how did you? I want to know how you found us. And yeah, what episode's your favorite? And Ooh, yeah, I love that. 
message us. No one ever does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instagram, I will write you back. Um, yes, you're good at that. <laughs> we might have a Twitter, but I don't always go on Twitter. Except yeah, when no. I get news headlines at my work <laughs> Twitter thing. <laughs> like today when it said that black faced friday was trending and i was like what does that mean and it had to do with oh justin trudeau testifying whatever for a hearing about him invoking the emergencies act it's a whole politics yeah. thing that most people are probably not interested in but anyway also, he dressed up in blackface once, so that's why they were like, yes. it's Black Friday, and he's <laughs> our prime minister is testifying, and that's how it came about. Oh, my God. I was watching something we... the other day, and they were talking about Trudeau, and yeah. oh, it was a, oh, it was the new Trevor Noah, like, stand-up thing, and he was talking about oh. how, like, the worst okay. thing that Trudeau's ever done is, like pretend she was Indian in India, basically. And then it was like, are you forgetting the blackface he literally wore? Like, <laughs> at least once. I'm, I, For some reason, I feel like it was twice they found or something. Wait, but did like, the show say that? Or did you say that to yourself? Are you forgetting the I blackface? kept saying that, like, because uh, oh. this new, like, Netflix special, it was filmed probably only, like, within the last six months to like possibly a year it was like that's like old okay. news and I was like true I'm pretty sure going to India and like wearing like India garb and stuff like that as to like show that you're like I guess it was like oh it was like a little cringy but he you could yes. see he was just trying to respect their culture and get into it I don't think it yeah it was yeah. on the same level as the old picture of him that keeps surfacing where he yeah like, dressed in blackface for a Halloween or whatever which is yeah not it was good. like I'm not condoning no, and it that. was like his hands and everything it was like everywhere that was yeah. visible it was black and it was like yeah I'm pretty sure that yeah, him going to India to talk with, like, dignitaries and stuff there is, that's not quite the same. <laughs> no, no, no. And he he just tried to participate in their traditional dances and stuff. That's not, and that's not even the stuff that most people get super mad yeah. about, to be honest. Like, if, if you ask Pat, which I don't recommend you do, because he will <laughs> talk about it. He's been watching the hearings every morning and not that I don't care. It's just sometimes I am like, I have my own worries about like, I need to put gas in my car before I can worry about these political things. Yeah. Sort of thing. But like, yeah, obviously there's been other stuff that's gone on, like where we had protests here with, um, you know, truckers and different people participating. And then they like evoked the emergencies act and like, we're like, Oh, we were, it was threats of violence. And, you know, people were weaponized. Well, what he said from the clips I saw today was like people were weaponizing their cars and trucks, and we didn't know what was in the trucks and cars, whether it was kids or guns, what? or people were using children as human shields. And that's what he's saying. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. But like, you don't know because people, like, you know, whatever site you're watching, people will spin it whatever way they want. And it's, 
it's hard to know these days what the damn truth is. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, sorry for the tangent if we didn't cut it out, but <laughs> um, welcome to episode of the shit show. <laughs> 82? Yes. Yeah. Road rage crimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're here, you guys. We're here. Kelsey's voice is better. We've got some horrible crimes to talk about because these are not going to be... No. <laughs> very nice ones, probably. <laughs> Mine's not. a little ins- insane about politics or vehicles <laughs> or driving. <laughs> yeah. I get a little insane if people don't drive the speed limit. I'm just saying. <laughs> it can be dangerous. Yeah. 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 They were, yeah, they're putting on their brakes. They're stopping suddenly at the bottom of a hill. Fuck off, people. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you wanted a little fun fact, I don't know if I showed you yet this little pin I got when my mom was here and we went to the little witchery market and we had to stand outside in the cold for hours and Rain almost lost her mind because <laughs> there was a big long lineup again. Oh jeez. Yes. So that always kind of sucks. But then I, I yeah, well my mom and oh. I were wandering around looking at things and then we saw these little pins. This is a With little a knife. <laughs> yes. He's a crow with a knife, and he's actually based up a specific crow. In BC, in Vancouver, right? Yes! Yeah. Yeah, you know him? Yes. <laughs> His name is Canuck the Crow, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know that. I actually had not heard of him at all when she told me the quick little story when we were oh, buying yeah. the pin. Yeah. <laughs> Swoops yeah, down with a knife at people. He what? He was like in the parking lot of like a grocery store or something and he like picked up a knife off the ground and would like swoop down at people with the knife in his mouth. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> okay, that wasn't exactly what I heard when I read his Wikipedia, but... Okay, what did it say? It... Um, well, what the girl said first was that, like, he picked up a knife that was uh, in a crime scene and flew off with it. So that's why he ended up so famous, because they were like, what the hell? This crow just took off with this knife. (laughs) But, But basically, yeah, same thing. He flew off with it, and then I think he dropped it after. Oh. Um. Evidence. It's evidence. He he was a northwestern crow from East Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, well, according to Wikipedia, became locally well known due to his close relationship with people and various stunts, including stealing a knife from a crime scene and riding the Vancouver Sky Train. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he got on to like the. LRT or whatever and like got off at a different stop <laughs> and just went on his way <laughs> honestly it's worth a read and I I had another podcast tell me something like that once where they're like 
you should read the Wikipedia page. And I was like, oh, don't give me homework. But then they told me a few tidbits and I was like, God damn it. I'm going to read this Wikipedia page because <laughs> it sounds so good. And yeah, he has, yeah, he has a few, he's got quite a lifetime. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like there's yeah. more than a few paragraphs on this Canuck the Crow. <laughs> I remember hearing and seeing posts on Facebook about it because it was a few years ago. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2015. What yeah. It says, says for his notoriety... As a hatchling, Canuck was pushed from his nest. He was rescued and raised by a young boy in Vancouver who took care of him until he could fly and attached a red zip tie to his leg before letting him free in 2015. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, I was going to say, how do they know it's the same crow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not that long of an article, actually. But yeah, yeah, I guess he's had a few interesting encounters in his life and now i have a pin of him (laughs) that's cool yeah i love it (laughs) oh gotta gotta love those little farmers markets and this one it's called the witchery market because it's all these little cool vendors yeah the stuff we always try to go but I wish it was closer to here. We got to go to the one that's closer. I think there's one that's closer to my neighborhood. Mm, yeah. Easier to get to. Um, but yeah. I'm ready for the yeah. inevitable road rage incident. Jesus. <laughs> He almost knocked the lamp over. Like, uh. <clears throat> just there's a cat rage incident. Go to sleep. Go has. Gordo can have sleep. Gordo can have snack. <laughs> yes. um, okay. Oh my god. So I did put a couple pictures in the drive first. Oh yes, I did and, notice. <laughs> uh. My case takes place in Kent, England. Uh, oh, yeah, it's pretty. Pond. It's pretty popular. You might have heard it before, and some of the listeners might have heard it before because it looks like it's been covered on quite a few podcasts. Just because of one of the people involved is like has a very interesting background and like history which I kind of will touch on but because he's the perpetrator I didn't want to like glorify him and like make it all about him um because I unfortunately could find very little to basically no information about the victim uh Uh, yeah yeah that can be difficult sometimes which yeah Maybe just has to do with their privacy of their family. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they probably didn't want to, like, do too much publicity or be out in the public after what happens. But, yeah. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So first, I'm going to talk about the perpetrator. uh, Mm. So keep in mind, this guy's a jerk, which we will kind of learn right away 
as his name <laughs> probably was or is Kenneth Noy. I didn't look up how to pronounce his last name. N O Y E. Noy. Oh yeah, probably. Uh and he is described as a career criminal. Uh has oh. a very very long rap sheet. Uh insane Wikipedia. Uh, and when you read timelines of everything he's done, it's like bonkers um, how much I had to cut um, out. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. But That's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing just basically said he was out on parole for his part in the legendary Great Train robbery, which now I'm realizing I forgot to Google. Uh but there's some other hmm. stuff he's involved in that's also very famous that really yeah <laughs> he has a long wikipedia page longer than mr yeah. crow apparently <laughs> the uh, great train robbery is what it was called yeah it said the legendary great train robbery <laughs> so like a movie right <laughs> Train robbery. Uh, All right, I'll see if I can uh, pull up the basics. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Um, so I think that's maybe when the like road rage incident happened is when he was out on parole for this. But he was in and out of prison for so many things. Um, <clears throat> okay. When I tried to Google uh, it, it was like the Great Train Robbery Brutal was what <laughs> came up as oh, the most. It doesn't give me search. a year or anything from it. It was just what it said in one article. So I was like, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, maybe, oh, I'll just leave it Probably then. It doesn't matter. Um, so while Kenneth was young, <laughs> There's some uh, well, <laughs> uh, in secondary school, he ran what was described as a protection racket with his classmates. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know who they were like protecting people from, but yeah, he got in trouble for it. Themselves. <laughs> they are the bullies. <laughs> Probably. He Ooh. later left school at age 15. Uh, he spent a year in prison after being caught selling stolen bikes um, after he and some others were altering their appearance and color. Um, so they were sent to prison. Um, for a year, um, they also committed some other minor crimes that weren't listed, um, but were kind of lumped together. Okay. This is basically just a, as brief as a summary as I could get on like his <laughs> history. Um, oh, <laughs> with his background, he was a police informant for many years, uh, where he was able oh. to build a pretty strong network and connection with a whole bunch of corrupt police officers. And, okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, in the 1980s, he became a Freemason after being proposed admission by two other police officers. Um, it said that at this time there was a cool. whole a whole lot of police officers. So I don't know if they were corrupt mm. or not, but they proposed him, and he was accepted as a Freemason. And his occupation was listed as quote builder. Um, even though it's made up, he's not a builder. Uh, <laughs> Wait, his occupation when telling listed. the Freemasons? 
Like, yeah, it's like builder. It didn't say anything because, more like, than builder. Oh, because like maybe I would say I would wonder if that was like their entry level, because they're like literally at their roots, like builders, like masons, like bricklayers, yeah. like that's how they like started from. Hmm, interesting. I, I don't know. Like, it just said it listed his occupation as builder. Yeah, so that's very generic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. So he was there for a few years. His membership ended in 1987 after he had failed to pay his subscription for two years in a row. Oh, um, okay. So they kind of like uh, ended his membership, but he wasn't kicked out uh, until eventually he was actually kicked out from the Freemasons when they discovered he had a criminal record. Oh, that was a hard yeah. kick out then. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just like, uh, your membership fees are due. Yeah. <laughs> your extended like, status. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, in 1985, he was acquitted for the murder of a police officer that occurred on his property after the officer was given the task of surveilling him. And uh, Noy caught him like on his property watching him. He stabbed oh. this police officer 10 times. And then this gentleman died two hours later. Um, oh my yeah. god. And he was acquitted for this. <clears throat> and then... Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's like... <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Just just for looking at your property. I don't know. That seems intense. Well, he was like on his property and then he's like basically watching like the house. Like he was supposed to be like undercover secretly monitoring him. Um, for probably his like criminal stuff he was doing Uh, so that happens he's acquitted a year later in 1986 he was convicted of handling stolen stolen goods from what's called the Brinks Matt robbery um, which was I believe like a bank robbery uh during which six armed okay. men stole a huge quantity of gold bullion worth 26 million pounds in 1983. Oh my um, god. And Noy was basically given the task of like melting the gold bricks down into like other things that they could then launder. Okay. Um, so that's oh, it. Yeah. He was doing it and handling it. So that's a very like famous thing. Uh, that's smart <laughs> after his you can't really just go paying for things with big bars of gold <laughs> right yeah so 26 hard. 26 million pounds uh they stole wow. uh it said like, that, like pounds like like <clears throat> literal like dollars like okay English like british pounds british pounds. Yeah. okay okay i wasn't sure if you meant like pounds like weight no. you know what i mean yeah okay <laughs> um Yeah, they basically raided his house. They found, I think they said eight more of the gold bricks left. And then a whole bunch of, like, spelting stuff. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they charged him with the conviction of handling stolen goods. Because they traced it back to the robbery. And after his conviction in court, one source said he shouted to the jury, I hope you all die of cancer. 
<laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and after this, it's a half-assed it, curse if ever I heard one. <laughs> right? Uh, only slightly more creative than I hope you all go to hell. Uh, <laughs> and you suck. for this, yeah. For this conviction, he served eight years of his 14-year sentence. There was a a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff that happened while in prison. Apparently, he worked out a shit ton and got really buff. I don't know. I skipped all that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. There was multiple articles. without saying. No. What? (laughs) There was multiple articles about, like, his root, like his cellmates and stuff describing his workout regimen. And I was like, what the fuck mm, am I reading no. right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's basically, I skipped a whole bunch. That's like the bare bones about what you need to know about what Noilite <laughs> is like as a person. Um, huh. <laughs> really, the only information I could get about the victim, his name is Stephen Cameron. He was 21. Uh, he had a 17-year-old fiance named Danielle Cable. And basically, I know Stephen's parents' names, and that's it. Like, literally nothing else. Uh, yeah, that sucks when you can't give any details on their personal life or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Because, uh, yeah, I do that too, where I'm like, I want to, because you want to humanize and relate to these people that you don't really know other than just a a name and then you like can't find anything and especially in cases like this like steven it sucks steven doesn't even have a wikipedia page um anything i looked at okay yeah yeah everything i looked at when you type in his name it just comes up with information about noi um and his life Mm -hmm. or it comes up with articles about steven's dad which we'll get to but even the articles yeah. and interviews that Steven's dad did, there was nothing personal ever mentioned about Steven. Um, That's so. too bad. It, it seems like, yeah, we're always, oh, let's do a deep dive. And then people <laughs> look into the psyche of the killer or whatever to try and yeah understand. And then, yeah, just the, the victim or whatever gets overshadowed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I did try, but that's really all I found. Um, okay. So we cut to May 19th, 1996, and 17-year-old Danielle is driving Stephen's van uh, while the couple is on sort of a mini road trip to London to buy bagels. I don't know how far away it is London. that they're driving to buy Where bagels. Uh, it just said Kent, England. I didn't look up where specifically that is. Oh, okay. Well, no, but just I couldn't remember if it was uh, like also we have a London in Ontario, Canada. So sometimes oh, no. I want to make sure. It's an I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Which London are they driving to? <laughs> Most of the take time a it's a big London, but I have to a... take a picture of Gordo right now. He's being hilarious. Uh-huh. Oh, is he? He's literally laying. So my screen is like this with your face there. And he's like, like this against <laughs> it. So his face is like literally right oh. beside your face. Like, and he's just staring <laughs> he's at me. Like, he's staring at me. Yes. Okay. 
That's what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So How when can I try and look at, at you, he just look at me. I'm so cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's very cute. He's when I look at you, he's like, there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're going they... to try and. <clears throat> well, that reminds me of one from because uh, on Live Laugh Larceny Trevins got a uh, what what is the kind of cat he's a Siamese or, or something like that like he looks oh uh, he's a rag doll oh okay because um <laughs> his cat Freddy looks quite similar to mm. Gordo I would say like I think yeah. he's a Siamese or something he's got very yeah, blue he's... eyes and yeah, Siamese um, like whatever. coloring to him, I think. Um, okay, because yeah, I was telling them I'm like I had to comment on their post or whatever, and I was like, Gordo and Freddie look a lot alike. I just want to say is what I said on their post, and it's true. He's like, because the it's the blue eyes and like that look of like, hey, <laughs> yes, so, slightly yeah. derpy. When he looks at you straight on, he's like sort of cross-eyed. Um, yeah, I'll show you on the Instagram yeah. if I can. Yeah. So, uh, Danielle and Stephen are driving to London to buy bagels. I don't know how far away it is, these bagels. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it said that Danielle was not used to driving Stephen's vehicle. Uh, and there's differing sources on how the accident or if there even was a specific accident like occurred so okay some things say that because she wasn't used to driving the vehicle she either cut off noi like in traffic or possibly he cut her off and she rear-ended him um Hmm. something like that either way yeah <laughs> uh another kind of conflicting story is it says that um the confrontation either occurred when both drivers pulled off to the side of the road or were simply just stopped at a red light that was on a roundabout. Um okay. Yeah. So it did say that Noy got out of his vehicle and approached the van uh, and the couple and confronted Stephen, mainly, who is in the passenger seat and was not driving. Okay. Um, Stephen gets out of the vehicle uh, and a physical fight starts. And mm. many sources say that Stephen got the upper hand over Noi, which made Noi angry. So he left the fight, went back to his car and returned with a nine inch knife. Where, oh my god, no. Yeah. He proceeded to stab Stephen twice in the chest before calmly getting back in his car and just driving away from the scene, leaving what? Like, Stephen there. Some said, like, on the side of the road um, with, like, Danielle there. Uh, like, yeah. why did he have such a big fucking knife? No idea. That's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> that's all the information I have about like the actual altercation, really. Oh um, my god. Yeah, so Danielle's there. I assume she's probably the one that called like the police or ambulance. Uh Steven's parents yeah. 
his mom, Tony, and his dad, who's also named Kenneth, uh, received the news. They rushed to the hospital to see Stephen. Unfortunately, they arrived too late, and Stephen had already died from his injuries. Um, oh. Yeah, very sad. Um, yeah, like his parents didn't get there in time, even, to say goodbye. From what I read, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really shitty. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the rest is basically all about Noy again. <clears throat> uh, mm. After Stephen's death, Noy ended up fleeing the country in a private jet that was allegedly provided by another Brinks map thief. So that big, huge 26 million pound robbery. Um, this was a private jet that was like provided by one of the other supposed robbers. Um, I already yeah. almost forgot there was a robbery. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Am I watching the same show? No, okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so, Weird. yeah, he ends up leaving in this fancy private jet with a suitcase full of cash. Um, this was all arranged ahead of, like, basically immediately. Um, he also arranged mm. for some of his criminal, like, contacts to dispose of his Land Rover Discovery that he had been driving the day of the accident. Um, so that was oh, like found no. later. And he tried to make a getaway. He ended up flying into Spain, which at the time it was said that it was a known hangout for wanted criminals. Oh no. We're yeah. known for harboring criminals. <laughs> right? <laughs> We yeah. have weak extradition laws. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what Spain does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Spain. Um, yeah, so Noy didn't really account for just how much publicity the case would attract, though. Um, hmm. Really? So, because it was a, basically like a hit and stab and run. Like, they didn't technically know who Noy was. He hadn't been identified by name. And... Yeah. Police initially were searching for Anthony Francis, that was an alias that was used by Noy. Um, it didn't say exactly how they got this name. Mm-hmm. Um, because when they finally identified that it was Noy that they were looking for, it was after his Land Rover had been discovered because it matched the description of the vehicle that had left the scene. Um, and they found yeah. his name like registered to that vehicle. That's how they knew it was Noy. It didn't say how they got the name Anthony Francis. Um, well, from my cases, I would guess if it was, they have to just rely on tips for that kind of stuff. I yeah. wonder. Yeah. Um, otherwise, what else do you have to go on? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. But now they do know who they're looking for. Uh, and. He ended up being located, unfortunately, it was two years later in Spain, um, and he was held in Spain. <clears throat> and then in that time, Stephen's fiance, Danielle Cable, who would now be about 19 um, and have witnessed Stephen's death and the stabbing, she was secretly flown out to Spain by police, and she was there to positively identify Noy as, like, the perpetrator. And, oh, wow. Yeah, so she did that, and Noy was then arrested at that time 
um, for the actual like murder. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Noy was extradited back to England nine months after this and finally put on trial for Stephen's murder almost a year later. So basically four years like after the stabbing took place, he's finally on trial. Wow, okay. I don't know if that's short or long in comparison to other cases like that. Right? It's hard to tell sometimes. I don't know. It always seems to be like more than two years or so. Like, right. Like, I wonder if sometimes yeah. just getting to court and all that rigmarole yeah. just in the end takes about so. two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now they're at trial. A witness, another, a uh, different witness to Stephen's stabbing named Alan uh, Decabral, he declined protection, um, like witness protection. And he was actually later found shot dead in his car. Um, it had happened in broad daylight in front of shoppers in um, a car park. He was shot through his open window while he was parked in there um, in broad daylight in October of the year 2000. So, oh like, God. <clears throat> um, I think around the trial, he had already testified at the trial at this point. Really? What the yeah. fuck? Um, and like, it can't be unrelated. You exactly. know what I mean? Oh, that's shitty. So, yeah, he had testified at the trial um, that uh, Noy was there. He had seen the fight between Noy and Stephen Cameron on the motorway slip road. And he told the jury that he saw Noy lunging forward with a knife and stabbing Cameron. Um, Damn. Yeah. Decabral also himself, however, had an extensive criminal record, as well as many criminal contacts. Um, Police weren't really sure why he was specifically killed. But they do believe he was killed by a professional hitman. Uh, so they know it was like a That's thing. the witness yeah. still? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It um, seems pretty bold. Broad yeah. daylight. Like, that's so scary. Uh, connection with his murder and Noi could never be, like, proven. But... Uh, he had received death threats related to his testimony at the trial. Um, and, like, specifically, basically, like, saying, like, you squealed on us, like, kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, but he did have, like, there was, like, gun running drugs and stuff in his past. So, like, it could be related okay. to that. But it's never been said one way or another. Um, right after the trial, um, but before he was killed, he did notably get quoted as saying, "I look over my shoulder every time I go into Sainsbury, which was actually Sainsbury Car Park, where he was later shot and killed." Um, which is pretty creepy. Oh, really? Oh, I thought yeah, that was like. like the- I thought it was a grocery store or something when you said, I was like, oh, Sainsbury's. Yeah, I've heard of that. (laughs) They said Sainsbury's car park. So maybe it's just their parking lot and then it's the Sainsbury grocery store. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they because they do say car park where we would say like parking lot or parking garage yeah. or whatever here usually. Um yeah, mm. so he was specifically quoted as saying, like, I look over my shoulder every time I go there, and that was specifically the place where he ended up getting killed. Huh. Um witnesses Damn. to the murder at the retail park said that they heard Decabral beg for his life before a young man in a woolly hat shot him. Um, yeah. He was wearing a woolly toque? <laughs> was there a bobble yeah. on top? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during Noy's trial, he tried to claim that he acted in self-defense. Uh, he said okay. that he fled the scene, like drove away after he stabbed uh, Stephen, because the police hated him and he was afraid that he wouldn't get a fair trial. That's why I went to Spain with a suit, <clears throat> like with a suitcase That's... full of money. Well, um, and even without that, that's frustrating because if something is self-defense, you would hope you would still do the right thing afterwards and call it in, whether or not the person's still alive, like, just so that right? justice is actually done and, like, you do your due diligence. Like, and I don't, don't really... Just be like, oh, it was self-defense, right? and then I ran off with all their money and, like, killed yeah. their dog and took their car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... And it's like, yeah, you're definitely not going to get a fair trial. You've been a criminal since you were, like, fucking 15. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what county (laughs) you're going to have to move to before you get a fair trial where no one's heard of you if you're going to be that notorious. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, who gives a shit? Like, buddy, you don't deserve (laughs) a fair trial. I don't care. Um, So Noi was eventually convicted uh, after the jury deliberated for almost eight and a half hours, and he was sentenced to life behind bars. <clears throat> the judge, however, at this point didn't specify a minimum time that he should remain in prison, but later made what's called a written report that recommended he serve at least 16 years. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so, like- he the minimum (laughs) yeah so that's when the minimum was set it was like a little bit later um he made several unsuccessful appeals i won't get into it was pretty boring but there was like multiple (laughs) Uh, fair (laughs) enough (laughs) he was later told by the high court that he had to serve his minimum 16 years before he could be considered for parole uh he was released on parole in 2019 so he is free and out as of three years ago at age 72 uh after serving 21 years in prison so he served longer than that yeah um he's probably calmed down a little then (laughs) yeah i mean 72 but i mean still a career criminal he was in and out of prison before that oh yeah yeah Um, that you know you could be just already hardened (laughs) enough and then jail's just gonna make it worse (laughs) uh from wikipedia there is well from sources there was like differing things so some sources said that he was released when the parole board said he no longer posed a significant risk to the public 
and that he had proven his ability to now control his emotions um, had and had okay. been working through that. And then mm-hmm. on the exact opposite side, um, from other sources along with Wikipedia, quoted the parole board. Oh, sorry. Said that- it just got a little um, auto-tuny for a minute. Other sources oh. on Wikipedia, you said? Uh, yeah, so there's some other sources along with Wikipedia that okay. said the parole board said that his release remained a risk due to, quote, his readiness to carry and use weapons, and because Noy was, quote, not being able to resolve arguments reasonably at key moments, as he did not always control extreme emotions well. So it's like, which one is it? Can he control his emotions and doesn't pose a risk, or he can't control his emotions and he remains a risk due to his readiness to carry and use weapons. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> which one is it? <laughs> He's completely volatile or not at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. Weird. <clears throat> that is um, weird. Also, I don't know why our audio went weird there. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies if any of that <clears throat> makes it in. But yeah, it was like, I was trying to listen to you and then it, like it was like, auto-tune and I was like what or like you know what I mean like sometimes we used to record on zoom and you get that kind of whatever um warp (laughs) yeah uh then also it just seems like noise family kind of is shitty um I think it's before yeah it was definitely before he went to prison he had gotten married at some point um and they had him and his wife i didn't write her name down they live in cornwall the east cornwall town of low um (laughs) and together they have two sons one of whom who is named brett uh also seems kind of shitty he was banned in 2013 from being a company director for at least 21 years for his part in a two and a half million pound investor deception scheme that involved a rat poison company. I didn't oh. look into that further, but yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Little corruption on his part too. <clears throat> yeah. I was just, uh, I was too busy trying to formulate a, joke when you said he lived in a place called low and then i was thinking about that song friends in low places oh <laughs> i, I think on. it's pronounced low it's l-o-o-e l-o-o-e interesting okay yeah. well <clears throat> it's, i don't know it's uh it, it's the united kingdom it could be yeah <laughs> you know any related to gaelic or any of those different spelling languages <laughs> yeah uh steven's father kenneth cameron had repeatedly tried to block all of Noy's various appeal attempts that he made as well as okay. attempts to move to what they said were open air prisons i think that just means prisons with like less security basically Mm, Um, so he was trying to block all these Um, there was a letter that he wrote to Justice Secretary 
that read, a leopard cannot change its spots and Noi should not be allowed <laughs> out of prison while he's alive. Um, well, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> it's hard to say if you haven't been in there with them. Yeah. Uh, it also said, please block this recommendation and do what is right for us, the victim in his evil crime. Um, so that was like trying to block one of his transfers to like one of these lower security prisons. Oh, and okay. one source did say, didn't like talk about it in the article, but it was in one of like the captions basically said that, um, the dad, Kenneth Cameron, was really mad, specifically after Noi was at some point transferred to a prison that was right near the Cameron family's home. So he was, like, transferred to be, like, right near them. And that, like, specifically oh. made them really angry. Yeah, I suppose. That's <laughs> yeah. odd. Whether yeah. or not it's, like, right next door still. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in 2016, Tony Cameron, Steve, uh, who was 73, uh, Stephen's mother, she passed away um, after catching her arm on a bush in the garden and contracted a superbug. Oh my I just, god, what? <laughs> my god. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, I don't even know. What <laughs> It was a combination, to be honest, of the catching her arm on a bush comment. I'm waiting for the yes. rest of it, like what? And then she got gangrene in the cut, and we had to cut it off. And then, and then I saw like a tail or something flip up into yeah. my. Or he keeps trying to stretch, your, your and then his like camera. feet. Yeah, awkwardly, one goes behind the laptop screen, the other one comes in front, and then he's just like straddling the laptop while laying down. I oh, know. he's just like, notice me! <laughs> right. um, yeah. Oh my god. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> so that was in 2016. Her ashes were interned with Stevens and uh, Kenneth Cameron said that uh, they were close in life uh, or sorry, they were so close in life that it seemed right to put them together in death, which is nice. Mm. Um, yeah. In 2017, uh, Mr. Cameron suffered a cardiac shock and was diagnosed with heart disease, asthma, and prostate cancer. Oh, Jesus. Like, I just feel so bad for this entire family. Like, that's a triple whammy. Like, reading all oh of this God. really just broke my heart for, like, everything they went through. Um, also, was that just, like, the first time he went to a doctor? <laughs> they were like, you have all these things. <laughs> yeah. He's just one of those men that are like, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the doctor. <laughs> right. Uh, that same year in 2017, he suffered a heart attack. And was quoted as saying that he was upset that he had survived, which also breaks my heart. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude. Get um, a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is tragic. Uh, in 2019, their dog passed away. Sorry, Oof. I laughed. Um, no, it just gets keeps getting worse. I don't know what to do anymore either. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's like, just, okay. Yeah, Great. it's going to keep getting worse. In 2020, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> after, yeah, 
one source said that in 2020 Noi was seen at the spot like where he had seen like where he had stabbed Stefan um okay something said that he had posed for pictures I don't know if that was at the spot or when he was just out in public um but he was like witness like posing for pictures with people that wanted to take pictures with him and like all this stuff um that must have been pretty hard to deal with um as for him being like seen on the spot where he had stabbed Steven uh Mr. Cameron said it's like noise walking on Steven's grave I feel sickened uh I keep having to realize you're not saying noise like the word noise oh no <laughs> when you say noise is walking on Saber. I know yeah. it's so weird it's one of those weird names that okay but like I get what yeah. he's saying yeah he just wants his peace and then his yeah trauma just keeps getting brought back up <clears throat> yeah damn uh heartbroken over the deaths of basically his wife and his son as well as being like upset about what was going on with Noi uh Kenneth unfortunately and like very sadly ended up taking a fatal overdose uh and died in his retirement home at the age of 75 I think sometime in 2020 um oh my god that's recent yeah uh there was a coroner katrina hepburn that said mr cameron's mental health had been deteriorating uh since the death of his wife uh in his last will he had written i wish to be cremated and my ashes interned with those of my late wife and my late son uh at saint mary's church in kent which nice for the family to be together again but i feel so heartbroken over like everything that they went through Mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah and then it breaks the whole family like that yeah yeah it's so sad um my only other update i have is short it's actually about danielle cable um okay so uh she actually testified at the trial as well to like basically the shock of police and everything um especially after shortly after the trial and everything like the other witness was murdered uh right yeah she at what at that time would have been 21 she testified like in front of noi at the trial with like his colleagues friends everybody present um so that's pretty gutsy considering what kind of people he's friends with like fucking corrupt cops and all this shit um yeah i forgot about the context of the other witness legitimately probably being murdered yeah (laughs) like that's insane um she bravely like testified to what she witnessed and then like probably had to testify again about like identifying him uh in spain she was given police protection uh and ended up having to be given a new identity and entering the witness protection program oh my god Um, yeah 
So she was praised by police for her courage to give evidence at the trial well in front of Noy and his associates. Uh, the only other thing, obviously there's no updates about her other than one article that just said that to this day, her security remains so tight that she's only able to see her mom twice a year. So that's oh. like, and that's like literally 22 years ish like since the trial i don't know when that update is from or what but that's such a punishment for someone who was just trying to do the right thing yeah damn yeah so really like right it like broke apart like everybody that was involved I wish I had more information about, like, Stephen's family or his life or even Danielle. But, yeah, that's really all I could find. Well, I get that. It's sometimes hard. It's like you don't want to go digging too much in case it's what the family wants is more privacy than to keep having to relive it over and over again and stuff like that. Like if which they're not actually giving interviews or yeah. yeah, yeah, which definitely, like you said, it could be why there's so little information. Yeah. yeah. Damn, what a noble, goddamn reason to be separated from your fucking family. Like that sucks. Yeah, that's why I wanted to end it with that because, like, kudos to her. Like, holy shit! I don't yeah. think it like. 19 I'd be standing up in trial like when you google um Kenneth Noy like there's stuff about like him having ties to like fucking mafia and shit like it was hardcore um yeah and there's a lot of like violence and like crimes that I didn't talk about um yeah but you covered a, yeah. a couple of badass <clears throat> women in your last few yeah. cases. Also, the lady that got... Uh, it was ironic <laughs> the way you end up covering one that oh, got kidnapped yeah. three times while working in service of others. And then I covered a girl who basically kidnapped herself. <laughs> yeah! I guess I didn't realize that. <laughs> Yeah. I also I was gonna say I always get so a little bit of a thrill when you um pick a picture for the um like thumbnail or whatever, like if it has to do with oh. my case, I'm like, oh she picked a little picture from my case. But I also kinda laughed when I was like looking at our Dia de los Muertos slash Mexico yeah. true crime and I was like, that's a good picture, but also she's like the whitest person ever, which is kind of funny when it sounds like it's all gonna be all about yeah. Mexicans. <laughs> Well, because your case was about the day and then mine was like yes. taking place in Mexico. And I was like, well, I don't really want to pitch, put a picture about the day of the dead when it's like, we don't really talk about it a whole lot. Like not too I much. Know. And then like, that's true. It wasn't really <laughs> like both in Mexico. And then it was like, and I didn't have yeah. any super good pictures for my case. I was like, Oh, well, I talked about that one picture of her, like, a little bit being like, fuck you, looking over his shoulder like that. (laughs) (laughs) There was like, I did find, yeah, I'm going to put that as the thumbnail. 
Yeah, yeah. I did find some, uh, you know, there were some nice pictures yes. of um, D- Digna Ocharo or whatever. Ocharo? Ochoa? Ochoa. Damn it. <laughs> but yes, I know because I, I had to look it up. But I was like, oh, I did yeah. some nice ones of her smiling and stuff. And then someone did this nice um, drawing in honor of her yeah i I didn't find any of those pictures when i was looking online but i saw them on instagram they look very nice some of them wouldn't fit to the damn instagram (laughs) oh yeah sizing but yeah there were some lovely pictures of her with her beautiful smile online and i was just like oh what a woman what a badass (sighs) all right well thank you for that that was awesome we'll take a quick break i guess (laughs) yeah we are back yes (laughs) we're so back uh much as our computers didn't want us to be or something (laughs) yeah some weird happened i had to click the link to get back in after you like sent me this one i had to click it like three times because it kept just like it was like, you're loading it to Zencaster. This is taking a while. And I was like, yeah, I know it is. Nothing's happening. So I'd like, <laughs> cl- close it and like reclick because normally it. a while. <laughs> normally Thanks for it stating the up... obvious. <laughs> yeah, normally it comes up like immediately. Um, and I was like, waiting. I was like, nothing's happening. So I was like, close. Click it again. And I was like, waiting. Nothing's happening. Close. Click it again. <clears throat> I know. Things yeah. don't work if they don't work immediately. We all know that in this day and yeah. age. <laughs> well, sure but enough, also, when I did it the third time, it came up, like, so quick I couldn't even read the screen saying it was loading. Because oh it loaded, God. so, yeah. It's like, yeah, this one's weird. It's I've been really liking <laughs> it. We, we like yeah. you, Zencaster. You've been good. But sometimes, just randomly, when we go to... <laughs> start yeah. recording i guess yeah then it'll yeah. be like reloading and all of a sudden just kicks kelsey completely out and we're like oh okay bye yeah <laughs> oh, see you later no <laughs> yeah all right we are recording though <laughs> okay um so i ended up on lovely list verse list verse yeah a listicle mm. website. <clears throat> I could have had five or six horrible stories to tell you, but right. turns out once I expanded on two of them, that was probably enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hard to say. It's but yeah, it's, sometimes it's amazing how many damn stories there are out there <clears throat> for one particular topic. <laughs> yeah. Um Funnily enough, the first one on the list that I ended up uh, using uh, was from Canada. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, <clears throat> it's out of Ontario, and it was in August of 2012, the year the world did not end. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I do remember that. That's how people, like, to not quite the same extent, that's how people must have felt for, like, Y2K. Like, I remember I felt that <clears throat> one. I was 12, 13, 
So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, turning 13 or whatever next year. So I, I was, was like, five. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my friend's house and it was like a Y2K party. It's like, well, some of us think the computers are going to go back to zero. And some people might joke that they think we're going to like die or something. But we'll still have parties because come on, <laughs> we know we're probably yeah. just going to eat a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the wild people oh. that racked up all the credit card debt and like all this stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't even really remember that. I think because mo- I think most people just acted normally. But I like yeah. what it it was. It's interesting learning about how it came about because that was from the Mayan calendar. They believed it was mm-hmm. the end of an age, um, not yeah. the actual end of time. It's just. They have a calendar that goes through these ages of like enlightenment, and that was yeah. Oh, we're coming to the end of that age, and like people are just like no. It's like that Parks and Rec when they're like, no, no, it's that um, end of days like cult or whatever, and he's like, oh, we'd like to book oh. the hall for this day, and she's like, actually, we're busy, Leslie. Nope, and then he's like, oh, actually, I think the apocalypse is going to come the Tuesday after that, and she's like we're free <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever yeah i remember that now <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> so accommodating these doomsdayers yeah um so august 22nd 2012 alan uh lucier and his 82 year old friend are driving along peacefully at about 10 a.m in the morning Again, not a lot of backstory. Yeah, (laughs) other than I'm assuming he's also fairly old. (laughs) Alan, he was um, younger than his friend. Uh, I recall reading about 55. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Almost a senior-ish, but like, yeah, his friend was um, older and he may have been taking him out to help him with some errands or stuff. I'm not quite sure. Um, yeah, it's one of those where you mostly just get the, um, they give you the bare bones and I couldn't find a lot more. So. Yeah. Eh, you deep dive where you can. <laughs> but um, we do know some stuff. They left Crawford Avenue to head onto Wyandotte Street. <laughs> I have that. Yeah. <laughs> But then a red Pontiac cuts them off and uh, Alan, who's a little irritated, honks the horn at them. But the car drives on and so do they. So whatever. It's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, we've all been there. There's a horn honking. I did that a few times on my way home tonight when people stopped randomly to turn from lanes they weren't supposed to turn out of and things like that. Fun. (laughs) Right, because it caused people to stop abruptly behind them and behind me, and it's like, it's really not safe. And honestly, if the person in front of you is doing that shit, it's your due diligence, I think, to honk the horn. But the person in front of me didn't honk their horn at them, so I did. I was like, they like stopped at the base of that steep fucking hill coming uptown. Yeah, that one's really, really bad. Like, dumbass, (laughs) you're not supposed to turn from the middle lane. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Um, so next, they both happen to meet again when they pull up at an intersection near a Tim Hortons, because we're in Canada. Canada. 
<laughs> so if it wasn't a Tim Hortons, it was going to be a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we have a lot of those, too. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> the red Pontiac car is now blocking the crosswalk. This is the one that cut off Alan's car. Mm. <clears throat> And the pricks in the Pontiac start yelling at the um, wheelchair-bound pedestrian that had been trying to cross the street. But because they were blocking the crosswalk, he couldn't quite cross. Yeah, not safely, because... Yeah, yeah, you can't really cross in front, because oncoming traffic... In a wheelchair? No, it could be difficult to. Yeah. And I know we've all been there. We like you go a little past the stop line or whatever, and maybe, maybe you can't back up because the person in front of you has been so eager to go because that's how people yeah. drive here. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think I don't think this was that busy of an intersection. If I had to guess, I think they yeah. didn't have to be so far up there and could have probably pulled back. But I'm just speculating. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, Alan, who was in the other vehicle with his elderly friend, was appalled at this behavior and he was calling out to them to leave the pedestrian alone so he could take his wheelchair and cross the street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> Don't be a dick. But that was enough to set the, set the Pontiac guys completely off. Um, oh my god they became, a pedestrian yeah. in the crosswalk like when you're stopped at a light like oh my god i know <clears throat> it starts with just a little you yeah. know someone gets cut off but then now it's like okay this is ridiculous so as they get more upset and angry the passenger steps out of the red pontiac and approaches alan's minivan window and reaches in, grabs Alan's hot coffee, and pours it all over his face. Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah. What the hell? Like, it's like out of a movie or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, what the fuck? You can't... And they can't even be mad about... Like, they aren't even the ones that got cut off. Like, they were the ones no. doing the cutting off. So, like, what the fuck are they mad about? They're super aggressive for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And we're all like, we're in Canada. What is happening? (laughs) Relax. Not that people don't get in fights, but like. Yeah. You know, you don't expect people to be that violent or like have a gun or shit like that. Or just, yeah. Yeah. Nobody has a gun. It's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Um, Alan, who just had his coffee thrown in his own face, got out of his minivan to, I guess, try and defend himself, but it wasn't a great idea because he got tackled by the other guy, like, picked up and slammed onto the ground. Jesus. I mean, the assailant is half his age, to be fair. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Literally, this is in Ontario. It's uh, <laughs> it's not in Letterkenny, but <laughs> it's not far away, basically. Um, and then during the fray, Alan managed to, the guy from the minivan managed to get on top of the other guy from the red Pontiac, but he's still more trying to defend himself rather than trying to be the aggressor. 
Um, so then Alan's elderly companion got out of the minivan to try and de-escalate the situation, but the Pontiac guys just take the opportunity to get him down and oh I guess the God, driver no. punches him in the head. No. So, yeah, like, he's an old dude. Yes. And, I mean, it's two on two, I guess, but, like, is this a fair fight? No. Um, there's these two young assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. <clears throat> and they get, uh, yeah, they, Alan is down and they start kicking him as he curls up into a ball to protect himself. And then, like, once they're pretty bad, or, like, once Alan's pretty badly beat, beaten, then the two get back in the red Pontiac and drive off. Oh my god. There's a picture of Alan after the attack. You can see his black eye. Oh jeez. Hold on. <clears throat> um, yeah. So he had a black eye, cuts to his nose and face, and abrasions on his back and elbows. Um... His friend's face was swollen, and he also had road rash on his elbows. Oh, jeez. I think you see the picture. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's got, like, a mustache and a little beard. I forgot to look at... Now I'm getting distracted, because I'm looking at your pictures, which I forgot to look at. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Okay. Um, and on a tip, police were able to track down 30-year-old Wayne Schreiner <laughs> and uh, 21-year-old John Schreiner, his brother. Oh, douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> like, brother like brother. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know much about them, That's so I'm not going to no. dispute that. <laughs> They were still like covered in blood from the attack when they were found, so that's oh, awful. so they were pretty yeah. like they were found really quick then after the tip. I guess, yeah, they must have been. They must have, which been. is good. I don't think Windsor is a huge city, but it's still. It's not like, yeah, it's, it's big like enough. Small, I've heard the name town. of it. Yeah, it's not a small, small town. (laughs) No. It's not Toronto, but whatever. (laughs) Um, So they found them. They were charged with two counts of assault. And then the younger brother, John, failed to show at his first court date, which was a sentencing hearing. Sorry. So the judge had to put out a warrant for his arrest. like damn okay come on buddy and (laughs) he appeared in court in february 2014 where he tearily told the judge he didn't realize the time that he might actually go go to jail for his actions i'm sorry (laughs) no sympathy he's 21 no (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't realize punching an 80-year-old in the face would get any, have any consequences. Mm. Mm, my brother told me to. <laughs> like, fuck. Oh, I know. I struggle with the sympathy. Uh, I've absolutely said, none. <laughs> yeah. This came as a surprise to me, Shriner said later outside court. I thought because of the effort I've been putting into myself and getting help that everything would be okay. I just don't what? think jail's the place for me. Oh my god. I'm trying to read it with a straight face. <laughs> yeah, what kind of effort are you putting into yourself that you think it then is okay to like assault two <sighs> people? <clears throat> yeah, this one's... And yell at somebody in a wheelchair trying to cross a fucking crosswalk when it's their turn and you're blocking it. Like, oh my god. They kind of seem like terrible people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but who raised these kids? Who were their parents? Like, fuck. Wait for it. Because they're uh, probably high. <laughs> uh, okay. Well. <clears throat> he said, or to continue that quote, I just don't think jail's the place for me. It was a one-time thing. I made a mistake. I've been punished every day by that, by feeling bad by what happened. <laughs> I'm glad you say that you feel bad. It feels but... bad. I feel bad for what I did, what me and my brother did. And that's from the Windsor Star. <laughs> Jesus. I always, yeah. like, <clears throat> recently I started doing this thing where I try and picture, like, the people we talk about sometimes that like show up in prison and you know how like people always ask well what are you in for and that guy just like walking in and being like what are you in for <laughs> i punched an 80 year old in the head <laughs> like what the fuck oh like, my god what? right you would be <clears throat> such a loser like oh either guy they're like i assaulted fuck. a senior <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah you're gonna be right up there with the child rapist <laughs> yeah Hopefully. no it's no it's gonna be like oh you go sit in the corner with like the people that sold a gram of weed and like fucking uh, like the people that like yes. like bullshit crimes where it's like fuck jesus like true 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 <clears throat> i'm glad it's completely legal here that is the one good thing we can right. say that trudeau did for us um <laughs> <laughs> but so after Shriner's plea, Shriner's, yeah, I'm still saying Shriner's, and a request from defense lawyer Daniel Topp, Justice Greg Campbell gave the convict the benefit of the doubt and adjourned the hearing. Um, so his brother had just been sentenced to 60 days in jail and two years of probation. So that was because it's the two brothers mm -hmm. and <laughs> they had no trouble sentencing the one guy it was the other guy that then had kind of a panic attack in jail and had to be re-brought back in they both oh my get sentenced though yeah <laughs> poor baby i've had panic <laughs> attacks i have no sympathy for him only time i don't ha yeah have sympathy for someone saying they're having one <laughs> yeah they or at least the one was banned from owning firearms or other weapons for five years and must submit their blood for the national dna registry 
Um, Good. And at the time, Happy about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and at the time of the conviction, Alan said that his friend, which was the 82-year-old friend, he just didn't want to be named his friend, so mm. we just don't know his yeah. name. But Alan said he still hadn't fully recovered. Um, Jeez, yeah. Uh, quote, he's having trouble with one eye and his sight, said Lucier, Alan Lucier, who was not in court. Um, he's got a problem with the arm that he fell on. They put the boots to me on the road, and when it was all said and done, it was like I got the crap kicked out of me. No big thing. There are no effects now. But he does have some, end quote. Yeah. So. Be like that could that could have like e- even just one punch to the head, like that could have easily killed him. Like punch somebody one in the One punch wrong killed spot. Houdini. <laughs> one punch to the stomach when he wasn't <clears throat> ready for it. And ruptured yeah. his damn appendix. But like the old guy, yeah. And like well, sorry, his friend was okay, thirty years younger, but still not a spring chicken. And no. but I still like how he's like they put the boots to me, and I got the crap crap kicked out of me. But like I'm okay now. But he's like yeah. more, he's just like my friend. I'm just more worried about my friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucks. Jeez. I know that one's shitty. Um, basically, the younger brother. <laughs> John Schreider said he was high on opiates at the time and doesn't think he should get jail time. So, who was driving? Do you know? Uh, I don't think it specified from what I recall. Yeah. But, like, Just oh, cool, that charge him for driving while intoxicated. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah, they said who. <clears throat> I just remember them saying, like, the driver kicked this one or whatever. Yeah. Oh. It's terrible. Um, <clears throat> so when John started claiming an anxiety attack in court, needless to say, everyone was quite unconvinced at the time. Yeah. He started crying and asked for more time to see his parents and then became so upset that they did actually postpone the hearing at the time. So had it later because he was just so upset. That like yeah. just sounds like somebody who's never <laughs> faced consequences for anything that they've ever done in their life. Probably, yeah. I need more time to see my parents. Why do you think they can get you out of this? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. At 21, your ba- your brain has formed enough that you know you like, should <laughs> not to physically assault people. <clears throat> oh yeah, exactly. And know that prison is something you could face. Like, yeah, and they did. They both got 60 days <coughs> days in jail, which. <clears throat> It's not a lot. No, that's very low. No, for like... I don't know. I would have thought that was like aggravated assault. Yeah. But I don't know what makes aggravated assault aggravated. Maybe they have to have a weapon or something. Maybe. But like, hello. They're they're old. They're so much older than you. (laughs) Most like... Yeah. The youngest one was twice your age. Your hands are 
weapons. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so this was a fun fact. Quote, it's very rare that people who come into the system as a first-time offender go to jail, said defense lawyer Daniel Topp. But there are certain crimes that call out for it, and this is a glaring example. End quote. <laughs> oh. And Alan I mean, said... Depending on the crime. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, like... True, true, true. <clears throat> your first crime was murder. Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> if they can get you, you're probably going down for it. They're like, woo, freebie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, one, <laughs> first one's on the house. <laughs> right, right. But it's like, for most people, at least the escalation is there and they've probably yeah. been looked at for something. <laughs> like my guy. Like, yeah well scary scary when they're not because you're like oh great yeah. he just seemed like a normal guy <laughs> until he yeah. snaps um, but to end that one out um, Alan said a couple young guys in their 20s didn't have any problem with knocking the crap out of a guy who was over 80 years old he said I don't want to see anybody yeah. go to jail, but at some point you have to take some responsibility for what you do in life. Mm-hmm. If there's a reason somebody should go, someone should go to jail. Is there something better than beating up an old man? End quote. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you deserve it then. At that point, yeah, and like, and they did. At for? least they found them. Like that makes yes. It must be hard to track down people in that. Like, that's at least they got the tip or whatever that helped yeah. people figure it out. Probably I'm not from the sure. car. You know. Yeah, they could probably, if they had a description of the car, check out. I don't know how many, like, traffic cameras and stuff we have in Canada. Yeah. On the streets? Yeah. Like, not, yeah. not a, I don't think a lot. Maybe outside of a yeah. business to protect their yeah. doors, but because then at least you would have been able to get if you had like a description or color of the vehicle and like a time or what dis- direction they were going in, you could try and get yeah. a license plate or something. I'm kind of glad we don't. It kind of creeps me out a bit. I did used to watch the Person <clears throat> of Interest, where it's focused on how big brother can see you from anywhere and but whatever it's more about how the it's it's a machine designed to track out terrorists but they end up using it because it'll bring up numbers of people who are gonna like get killed or like yeah you know be involved in some sort of a crime like like that damn Tom Cruise movie where they had the precogs that were gonna predict crimes oh yeah yeah, it's an interesting concept. I think um, I watched a little bit of personal person of interest, and then I don't know, it just like didn't keep my interest. No, if if you can get into it, I liked. They had a lot of strong female characters that I really liked and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, you probably did have to get into it first. <laughs> yeah, it was because of you that I was able to stick with the office. <laughs> and I was rewarded. <laughs> yeah. Okay, another short one. Um, oh, that one wasn't too bad. 
Yeah. But um, <laughs> it uh, is out of Las Vegas, where we have been oh. just this year. <laughs> yeah. Almost yes. a year ago. Oh my god. Right? It's, it's almost December. That's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. We were there in February. This happened in February, actually. Oh no. Yeah. Of 2015. So, uh, February 12th, 2015, a mother of four, Tammy Myers, is teaching her daughter, Crystal, 15, the basics of how to drive in a quiet parking lot uh, near a park. Um, Okay. Yeah, it's their very first driving lesson. I can, like, super hard relate to this. I'm like, my kid is 15. I literally need to teach her how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> fun, fun. Um, <laughs> we'll get her driving lessons because also with the stupid licenses in Alberta, technically on mine, I'm not allowed to teach her how to drive by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So they decided to just go practice in the evening in a parking lot so there would be less traffic around, less people to hit, all that sort of thing, you know. It's good. Mm-hmm. Good idea. <laughs> um, and it's at about 10.45 that they finish the lesson and her mother gets in the driver's seat to drive home. So Tammy gets in the driver's seat and her daughter gets out of it. And as they left, they noticed a silver car a sedan that was driving very close behind them. Um, From ABC news quote, I just noticed that he was like riding our bumper. He swerves around us and I honk the horn says, said crystal Myers. She now wonders what if she never reached over and honked the horn on her mother's 1993 Buick. Oh, so the daughter did. From the passenger seat, I believe, yeah. Um, Later on, Crystal Myers said that the silver car suddenly sideswiped their car, and then the driver got out of the car and started yelling at them and threatening them. And he says, I'm going to kill you and your daughter, and he's cussing and he's raving, Crystal Myers said. I just remember that he had light brown hair. He had no tattoos or piercings, and he was just yelling and screaming, end quote. Jeez. That'd be scary, yeah? Yeah. Your first driving lesson. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. They managed to drive off and make it safely home. Yay. Um, (laughs) but there has to be more, right? (laughs) We're so, we're still so on edge. Um, once home, she drops her daughter off and Tammy picks up her son and his gun. And his gun. Okay. So she and her daughter, Brandon, and his, uh, or she and her daughter, Brandon, age 22, take his registered Beretta 9mm pistol and return to the parking lot area where they began driving back and forth in front of the park looking for the other driver. Oh my god, why? I know. I just picture 
the parking lot by the park near my kid's school that I would pull into her whole time she was in middle school or whatever. Because yeah. it was just easier to pull in there than the actual school parking lot. But it was right there. And I'm like, oh, a park parking lot. It's such a safe place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Except for here. I mean, that's where yeah. I learned to drive was a park parking lot. Right? Like, <clears throat> where do you start with the basics? Just, like, the quietest place you can find. And that's what they were looking for. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, she goes back out with her son which is obviously very deliberate (laughs) yeah not good yeah i I just think like you were safe once you got home like just yeah um yeah um so yeah she gets back in the car with her son and they go back to the park where a silver sedan drives by and tammy says to her son brandon that's them that's the guy who threatened us one and there may have been up to three people in the original car uh okay from what i read but um, she was convinced the silver car was the one that had threatened them and they watched as the car suddenly took off. So they decided to follow that vehicle. No. Oh my god. I'm just like flashing back to them saying you absolutely never ever pursue a vehicle. Like whether it's your own stolen vehicle, like whatever. You never pursue it. Like the police say. I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, there's just not a lot of good outcomes of that that I can think yeah. of. Yeah. Like, for safety reasons for yourself, you're not supposed to. Right? Like. When you can't predict what the other person's gonna do. Yeah. Very like, dangerous. call the police and leave it up to the police. Like. Oh, yeah. And just why does everybody have a gun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uncomfortable laughter. I'm sorry. That's why I laugh. Um, so they follow the vehicle. Uh, from within the vehicle, shots are fired. Brandon said they are shooting at us when his mom asks, what is happening? So they give up pursuit, now frightened and trying to get away from the silver sedan and back to their home. They oh give my up gosh. Yeah. You came with a gun and now you're scared of them because they have a gun? Like, oh my god. I know. I know. <laughs> and the per- uh, the car follows them back into their street, which happens to be, like my street, a sort of dead-end cul-de-sac mm. sort of situation. Oh god. So, it's obvious, you know, whoever's coming in there is on purpose. Yeah. But reports varied on whether Brandon fired back, but some things I read said that if he did shoot, he didn't hit anyone, right? So he may have returned fire. And the person in the silver sedan uh, opened fire either as they were pulling into Tammy's house or as she got out of the car, because it said one hit her in the left temple, and as she... Oh, she got out under her own driveway. She like fell down in her own yard. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Her daughter that had been out with her doing the driving lesson was watching from the bedroom and saw her collapse on the front yard. Wow. I know. It hurts my heart. She was taken to the hospital in critical condition that night. And that was when police tried to figure out and locate these, identify these perpetrators or what the hell happened. Okay, Um, so they had driven off again then? Yeah, they didn't stay at the scene that night. But, um, uh, I kind of wrote this in a way like, based on later testimony, here is a reconstruction of what happened on the night that she was shot. So what we know, 19-year-old Eric Nausch, was it Nausch? Nausch Jr., a Las Vegas resident, was sitting in the park on the night of February 12th. Uh, the night they all went out to dinner. So he had been going through a little bit of a tough time because he was in the world of other drug dealers. He was dealing some Mm. from what I know. Um, But he was panicked and been threatened by some dealers he pissed off or someone who had threatened to kill him and his family so he had like had these threats against him where they had said we're gonna kill you and your family yeah. and skin your cat what the fuck so, <laughs> isn't that fucked up we love our cats here <laughs> yeah um So he was basically like paranoid and kind of alone when he was sitting in the park by himself, possibly a little high when he starts seeing a car drive by quite a bit because they were driving by the park over and over. (gasps) Yeah. Looking for the vehicle that threatened them. So he thinks this is the group of dealers who have a problem with him and they're coming for him. And he calls his friend Derek Andrews to come get him and provide backup if these were the guys who, I don't know, don't like him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his friend Derek arrives at Eric. Oh my God, Derek and Eric. I didn't <laughs> realize. Because he spells Eric kind of weird. It's like spelled like Erich. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they get into Derek's car, which happens to be a silver Audi. Um, so the vehicle that Tammy had had an altercation with earlier had also been silver. So Tammy saw this vehicle and believed it to be the same silver sedan from before when she was having the driving lessons with her daughter, um, Mm -hmm. that threatened her. So she started following them she gave chase um, yeah it's it's so i don't know convoluted i don't know the two men in the silver audi became frightened and panicked and eventually drew their weapons to fire on the audi and shots were fired from eric and derek's vehicle and brandon Uh, may or may not have returned fire 
depending on what yeah. you read. <laughs> yeah. But um, Tammy was hit in the head by a shot. Um, mm-hmm. And she ended up dying two days later in hospital on February 14th, 2015. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really shitty. Um, Just, like, so unnecessary. Yeah. At, like, completely. <clears throat> It's so confusing, but, like, it's, like, basically, like, the worst case of mistaken identity that I can think of. Yeah. Um, police ended up surrounding Eric's home on February 19th and arrested him after a two-hour standoff with them. Wow. Oh, yeah. He didn't go down quietly. (laughs) And as it turns out, he lived just one block away from the Myers' home. So from Tammy's actual home where she got shot. Oh, jeez. That's really close. And it's like, I didn't think of that. But then when I'm like, well, it should be. Like, I don't know, because I kept picturing, okay, what's a park near a parking lot? And then I was like picturing the one near my daughter's old school. And I'm like, well, it's in your neighborhood. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who who goes to your things in your neighborhood? Like your neighbors. <laughs> like but it's yeah. still crazy. Um the driver Derek was arrested a month later on March twentieth. Um I had a quote about defense attorney Conrad Klaus said he believes this is a case of double mistaken identity. He said now not Tammy Myers may have been the target that night that she and her daughter were allegedly threatened and that an unknown shooter thought she was Naush and Naush confused Myers with the unknown shooter and tried to defend himself. It's like, okay, because he, Eric Naush, was scared of people after him. Yeah. And then she had gotten into an altercation earlier with someone at a parking lot. I think they're saying that maybe the person in the parking lot thought maybe they were getting into an altercation with Eric or something. But either well, way, nobody really had a reason to shoot anyone else <laughs> in that capacity, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense to me because you said the driver of the other vehicle got out. And was, like, coming towards her and her daughter when they were in the vehicle, right? Um, yes. So, presumably, yes, you they would were know having it's the driving not... lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So, you would presumably know that you're not in... You didn't just sideswipe a yeah. 19-year-old man in a car. No! And it's all <clears throat> after the fact. I don't... I yeah. really don't get the, like... I'm so scared. We're at home now. Now I'm going back out and he's getting his gun to protect his mother. Cause like, it's like, okay, well you guys yeah. are safe as I can think of. Cause you're at yeah. home and nobody is literally at your door. Like, yeah, no. nobody followed you. Like, no, like this isn't for self-defense. This seems like for revenge. Yeah. It is very like, taking the law into your own hands yeah oh yeah totally vigilante 
Yeah. But it's so, it's just shitty the way it, it just yeah. all turns out bad. Um, I had more quote where it's, they said the facts seem to point to self-defense in this situation. Klaus told ABC News in, in an exclusive interview. It seems to explain the facts we have in front of us more sensibly than any other explanation. The evidence will show Mr. Nausch in an unprovoked way for for stupid reasons <laughs> chose to drive down in a neighborhood that he was familiar with and he saw two people and opened fire. Wolfson told 2020. Well, I, I, I don't believe that it's self-defense because I'm sorry, but even if you've yeah. been threatened, somebody following you in a car and you're also in a car does yeah. not give you the right in self-defense to shoot at the other vehicle. Presumably anybody in the car could conceivably still get away from the other person pretty easily. Right? Yeah. Or yeah. that person could literally just be driving in the same direction as you. I've had days where yeah. I've taken like six turns and driven down my street and the person from six turns ago is still following oh me because sometimes it just it sometimes it just happens like I find it always happens when they're the slowest drivers. I'm like, how are you still in front of me? <laughs> yeah, right? But totally, totally. And, um, shit. Yeah, yeah I was going to say something else, but, yeah, it's just totally, self-defense? Oh, really? After anyone yeah, no. got back in a car and, you know... Basically went looking for trouble. I don't know. I just yeah. Okay, we're not done yet though. We got to get through it. It's it's it it is complicated and is it is a sad one. I don't want to like make light of it, but yeah. Um. <sighs> okay, so eventually, I don't know if I have it in my notes, but they. Had to take Tammy after she got shot in the head off of life support and she passed away. Mm -hmm. So, um, she ended up dying. The family moved out of the home the following year to try and start a home with some happier memories. And yeah. they did find Eric Nausch, who was charged with. Murder, attempted murder, and conspiracy, to which he pled guilty at first, but later tried to withdraw that plea. Also, he said, I've never been in trouble in my life after his life sentence was handed down. Um, I've never been in trouble, but I'm a drug dealer. Did you, did you look? I did put a picture of him on the drive. He's very, very scrawny. Yes, he looks like the tiniest little 19-year-old. Like, like a child. More. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, it just is so confusing feeling-wise sometimes to me when I look at the pictures. I'm like, do you know what you're doing? Um, okay, another article said he pled guilty to second-degree murder with a deadly weapon discharging a far firearm from a vehicle. 
um, and his accomplice, Derek Andrews, 28, had pled guilty to one count of voluntary manslaughter and accessory to commit murder. Whereas he got five to 15 years was the only uh, definitive thing I could find. So, honestly, I tried looking up those things. If you can look up people that are still in jail, I couldn't find either of them. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm using... I didn't know if I was using it properly. That was the first time I, I tried to look up something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. I've never even thought to try looking something up before. I had heard of it on different <clears throat> podcasts. I'm like, federal government... Oh, okay. I don't I don't know. Weird. <laughs> you could, like, look up by prisoner name and... I tried by or by name and didn't get anything, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry, it's uh, from their point of view, Eric and Derek, I guess, said they were just trying to flash the gun to scare the other vehicle off, and became panicked when they ended up super close to Eric's house. He said, um. But as you recall, I said they were like basically neighbors. So I think that was just kind of coincidence. But Eric had apparently been carrying a gun for protection after being robbed several times. Um, He had been dealing drugs of his own admission. And the Daily Mail even suggested Tammy had been buying prescription drugs from Nausch. And went back to find him after a deal gone wrong. So. I don't know. That's just like a totally different story from like anything else you've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Literally this one article I read said that. And it was like, this neighbor said, that's what the word on the street is. Tammy was trying to buy drugs from him. And I was like, oh, I don't. Okay, sure. (laughs) <laughs> then why is all these other stories talking about like yeah. a road rage incident and then you know cars and confusion like um so eric said quote my intentions were to take someone bad out not a loving caring mom now she said in a nearly three hour taped interview last year obtained by the associated press quote my intention was to take someone else who was going to someone who was going to hurt my family out, not someone's mom, not Tammy. Hmm. And the husband, Robert Bob Myers, who was Tammy's husband said, sorry, I'm laughing at Gordo doing whatever he's doing. He, he came in carrying a toy in his mouth, put like dropped it, and then just started scratching at the scratching post. Fenrir dropped so his funny. damned bone on the stairs earlier, and it was like <gasps> hovering, like it was gonna fall. It was like teetering on the <laughs> edge. Nice. Um. Oh yeah, Robert Myers. He's very upset about it. He says. Am I going to forgive you? Never, ever. Neither one of you will get my forgiveness, and especially Eric Nausch. I hope for me and mine, you burn in hell and you get what you have coming to you today because you, mister, are an animal. 
And, yeah. I mean, I can get that, but at the same time, like, your wife and your son went out for, in, like, almost the intense of, like, let's cause some shit. Like. Yeah, I feel like perhaps at the time they were starting to interview him, he could not get out of that place of grief where he could recognize her culpability in it because not to victim blame but like you literally (laughs) I'm laughing at Gordo I know he's back to cause some shit (laughs) flashes across the screen oh my god buddy fucking stop it I'm gonna want to kick you off the desk again all right i'm good i'm almost done um but uh <laughs> damn it so yeah hard. it just sucks because like oh yeah you don't want a victim blame but you're like that was not the right decision if you didn't want to oh. escalate things to go back out looking for a car that pissed you off earlier like, and yeah. I don't know that her husband could see that when he was grieving so hard. Yeah. Then, um, like, ugh. yeah, I would have, like, contacted the police. Because, I mean, if there's damage to if your vehicle and worried, stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're for. Contact the police. Exactly. Give them a description area. They can try and mm-hmm. find the vehicle. Especially if it is a park, like we kind of said, it's like neighborhood people. It'd probably be pretty likely you could find the vehicle. Well, and you wouldn't go back if you didn't think you could find it. That was the part that was to me, like almost the most bizarre. You're like, oh, I'm going to go back and try and find this vehicle that was there earlier. You're like, oh, okay. What makes you think they're still going to be there? Or were they just like sitting in the parking lot? Like, (laughs) yeah. So weird. And it's funny because it sounds like it happened when both the vehicles were leaving the parking lot. So it's like, yeah, I wouldn't assume that vehicle would be like in the parking lot again. Yeah, at no point. If she took her out in the evening yeah. in a parking lot by a, a park, they, they, they literally said there was going to be less people out there. Like, we didn't want to bother anyone. So it's like, how high stakes could it be that you guys both had to like follow up on it? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's it gonna really be sad, though. Who's gonna be left in your park? Like weird people and drug dealers, mm-hmm. and that's who you ran across. A weird <laughs> drug dealer. Um, and I don't even know if I've said it, but like before they went out for the drive to do the practice. They had been out mm-hmm. that evening to celebrate Tammy's, uh, one of her, she was a mother of four. The daughter yeah. that she took out driving was the youngest. It was one of the older brother's birthdays that night. Oh, jeez. They, they went out earlier. Um. That's awful. Yeah. And did I say, yeah, they had to take her off life support. She did die. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I don't know. I feel like my notes are all over the place. Um, so Crystal, <clears throat> the youngest and who, uh, who was out there that night, uh, she ended up starting homeschooling 
uh, quote after she said bullying took a toll on her and she is still dealing with feelings of guilt. Um, I ask myself, what if we didn't go? Or what if I didn't want to go? Or what if I never honked the horn? Crystal Myers said. It probably would have been different. Well, that's not the part that matters in the story. In my opinion. I just feel for her with her, like, her felt guilt for this, you know? But, like, honking the horn and that driver is not related to the other driver. Like That's true. No, that's true. And just honking your horn at someone... Like should not be yeah. enough to have retribution of death. No, like none of this. No, and happened. it's not even the same person. So like, no, it really it was. It's like two totally separate incidents that the only common denominator really is like the mom. Like, yeah, it it has never been like solved, quote unquote. So like. It could have been completely two mistaken identities where, like, Tammy was like, oh, this guy threatened us near the park. And then once she goes and drives back around, she sees, or Eric sees her and he's like, oh my god, she's on to me. She's after me. And then he comes after, like, their car and is like, "Yeah, bam, bam, right? And But in the end, they didn't even fucking know each other, probably. (laughs) It was just completely bizarre i'm sure they probably looked into it but like they could confirm because if you sideswipe somebody um well technically like if vehicles make contact of any kind there's almost always like paint transfer which they can tell like the type Mm. of paint you have so if her vehicle was sideswiped by a silver vehicle technically they'd be able to pull that information and match it to Derek's vehicle and if it doesn't match then they were not involved at all in the first situation like I assume they may or may not have done that like yeah because I didn't even know if they said actual contact was ever made which is what makes it so senseless or okay I mean so so wasteful when you think about it it's just like yeah. rage. It's just like people's ego. It's just like, did anyone's car even get hurt? Like, not okay. even that we know of. I so thought everyone maybe her lived. vehicle got damaged, so she's trying to like track down the person and stuff. Not but... that I even read. Yeah, no, I didn't even no. read that. <laughs> if that okay. happened and nobody touched your vehicle, like, stay the fuck home. Like, don't. Oh my even. god, you know how many times on the way home I like <laughs> almost get hit by somebody? Yeah. <laughs> like. It's crazy driving here. Yeah, no. It's so sad. Like, I'm so sad that someone actually, like, fucking passed away and ended up dead earlier than they should have. I'm not going to call it a murder, but it was a terrible, terrible tragedy. And, like, an accident, basically. Yeah, it was definitely unnecessary for... Like yeah. the situation that's wild. Oh yeah, no, nobody like was like I want. To, he was like I literally wasn't sitting out to kill somebody like a mom of four, which means he feels regret and was like I. I think yeah. he was just more scared for himself. It's just just like Jeez. 
what kind of a fucking world do we live in nowadays with you know like it makes you glad you're in Canada sometimes but doesn't mean we're my first case was in Canada and people got beat up you know what I mean just because we don't have as many guns here like these problems are everywhere people are so angry it's terrible yeah that's the thing I think we kind of talked about it I think when we mentioned the topic last week that we were going to be doing this one for this episode of like road rage is like some of the scariest cases Mm -hmm. and like especially for women I kind of said like you don't know who's in the other vehicle like you don't know what their reaction is going to be whether it's violence they could have a weapon they could follow you like you don't know so like just you kind of have to just be like protect yourself and just like fucking drive away like yeah yeah and if it means driving away from the scene of an accident then drive away from the scene of an accident but drive to a police station and then immediately report the accident like yeah if it happens to be that no i totally get what you're saying i've like i think i've heard ones where like oh road rage and then who ends up actually hurt in the end sometimes children which is so horrific or it's or the other side it's almost always the person that's the victim that's now trying to like do something like right because they don't want to let them get away with it or something like that yeah like they're like that's cool i just got like basically run over (laughs) like yeah as a cyclist or something which that happened to a friend of mine yeah it's crazy yeah you have to be (sighs) so careful and in the end yeah just like care about your own physical safety as opposed to like your vehicle or like something like that like because yeah there's worse things to lose than like Mm -hmm. oh oh my god people are literally so terrible yeah (laughs) <laughs> you watch it on the my way home tonight oh okay that person's gonna turn oh okay so this person's gonna try and get out of their lane because they don't want to wait for that person to turn whoa oh you're trying to swerve out of your lane well somebody else is in that lane god damn it just wait a second <laughs> so dangerous i literally watched almost an accident and then like if nobody beeps i'm like well so hello that's an idiot move like beep <laughs> yeah you gotta learn I'm, I'm happy on my drive home it's literally like three intersections and like less <laughs> than a five minute drive and oh my still God. still so i'll like encounter like that was almost an accident oh look there like oh for yeah. sure idiots driving here in alberta yeah i didn't know how good i had it driving my piece of shit car 20 minutes to the you know at west office that was so much closer to me now i have to like cross the river go all the way across town which in edmonton is it's a big city (laughs) yeah oh my god i feel like i take my life in my hands every day (laughs) you do yeah you really do when you're driving My dad always said his favorite thing was when a vehicle got old and sort of beat up because then you just stop caring. And then if somebody's just going <laughs> to like cut yes. in front of you, you just like 
you're like, well, okay. Like, it just happens. You're like, oh my god, oh my god. You're just kind of like, yeah. Well, that's all I drove before was a fucking piece of shit car. So I felt like, yeah. So like, don't you fucking try me. (laughs) Yeah. It's not your turn. No. Not like I'm dangerous, though. Like, I do not. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking pay attention to what you're doing, you crazy people. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think I told you, but I told my dad. I, uh, some people call it break check. Where you, like, suddenly stop in front of somebody. Oh, this is so dangerous. I feel like I people are doing that with me all the time. <laughs> oh, I had a lady that was driving so close to the back of my vehicle after she followed oh. me in a left turn that oh. I could not see any part of her hood. All I could see was her windshield in my back window. She was that close to me. Oh, so, my God. And That's you know so to dumb. like and if you hit the yeah. person in front of you, then you're gonna be in trouble. So like yeah, well there was there that. was nobody in front of me. So if she hit me, it's a hundred percent her fault, even if I stopped for absolutely no reason. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be her fault. So I waited because you know to like pull into my alley, there's that stop. And a lot of people don't stop because there's like the stop sign yeah. like a, maybe like ten feet ahead. So I yeah didn't I didn't put on my signal light and I put on my brakes like pretty suddenly and then flipped on my signal light and all I hear is Burr! and I just gave her the <gasps> finger in the window it was just like yeah like and she had to swerve what? to miss me and I loved it a hundred percent oh my god you're bad <laughs> well she was so close I could not see her head. Yeah. Like she had yeah, probably yeah. a few You can feel inches. when someone's on your ass. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, yeah. I what, she followed me for a block and a half like that and wouldn't let up. And I kept checking in my window, like, if she lets up, I won't do it. No, no, she's not oh. letting up. Okay. And I just slammed on my brakes. I was like, I don't Yeah, care. no, that is the worst. You're like, like, you can tell someone's driving dangerously beside yeah. you or, or close to you. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> You're the idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't even yeah. care. You can rerun my vehicle. I'll get a new back bumper. I don't give a shit. Like, oh, I hate people yeah. when they're just like they like go into the other turning lane and then they put their signal light on though, and I'm like, really, yeah. really. <laughs> I'm like, I figured out you were turning by the fact that you got in the turning lane. <laughs> right, you already turned. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I know. I'm getting loud because I'll I'll get upset. You know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I don't care. <laughs> it's a jungle out here, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So we did pick a topic for next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Before uh, we sign we- off. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> Japanese folklore and Yay! legends and stuff. Should be plenty. Oh my god, like... yes. The first like list I found was some creepy urban legends. So yeah, I might be going oh. in that direction. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. I might try and find like historical stories or something like that. Maybe. Ooh like yeah it's gonna be good i think i didn't realize it seems like they have a lot i just 
briefly started Googling things to write down, like, you know, topic lists, topic ideas. And then it was like all these creepy sounding ghosts. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. should be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, till next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hi. Hello. I see it moving. Okay. It yeah. does look different now. Now it's going. Yeah, like when I'm talking, talk. you can see it move. Yeah, because mine, it wasn't moving at all. When I... Gordo, stop. What are you doing? You don't know what you're after. You're like. He like got up and is like intently just staring at the corner of between the two walls. Like, what are you? You want. <clears throat> I'm stealing the Kleenex box because you're being annoying. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <clears throat> Move your tail. Yes. Oh my god, Gordo, stop being like such a little shit right now. You're being so annoying. Now you're just like hitting the mic with your tail. oh my god this has been castles and cryptids you can listen to our podcast on spotify apple podcast google podcast anchor breaker pocket cast and our youtube channel please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen follow us on instagram facebook and reddit on our website you can listen to all of our episodes as well as view pictures for each of our segments Check out our Patreon page to view all of our tiers and become a Patreon supporter today to unlock monthly bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes content. We are working on an Ask Us Anything. You can submit questions by social media or by email at castlesencryptids at gmail.com. Do you have a spooky ghost story, a creepy cryptid sighting, or a thrilling true crime tale you would like to share and have us include in a future episode? Send us your listener story by social media or by email. Please include the name that you would like mentioned. Our music is by Kobe Fair. Our logo and artwork is by Antonio Garcia. Thanks for listening.